0: lifelong help seeker, and I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started.
1: You're listening to episode number 22 of Confidence From Within podcast. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about goal setting. This is the beginning of January 2021 and historically for me this has always been a very important time for setting goals for the year and really, you know, setting out to what I would like to accomplish in the year to come. And often, and this is part of my Brazilian heritage, I would say often we would write lists and put them in envelopes and then open them um, the following year just to kind of look back and see what we were able to accomplish and the things that we were not. So today I wanted to do things a little bit differently. Over the years, my goal setting process has dramatically changed from Before when I used to write laundry lists of, you know, fantasies that never got accomplished to something a lot more realistic and doable and concrete that I use not just for myself, but also in my work helping women release excess weight. But today, I wanted to bring you a perspective on goal setting specifically as it relates to confidence. And the reason for that is that if you think about, wow, well, how can I set a goal for being more confident? <laughs> it's a little abstract. So that is what I wanted to set a tackle today. But the reason for it is that as I spoke to so many women last year in 2020. And I asked them a very specific question. I asked them, if I had a magic wand, what would you like me to give you? And of course, we're speaking in the context of wage laws and wage release. And I would say the vast majority answer that they wanted to feel more confident. So I have gathered and confirmed my initial suspicion that that is predominantly what most women are after. Especially after they hit their 40s, when they try to release excess weight, or on sort of in a similar vein, that is one of the things that they feel most uncomfortable with when they lose their confidence because of uh, weight gain. So I wanted to kind of bring that perspective to you today and how I set goals with the eventual intention of helping you become more confident. But before we get deep into the how-to for goal setting in this new way, what I actually wanted to spend a little bit of time with you is defining confidence. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, for a while now, we're on episode 22, which is incredible, you would have noticed that I often start the episodes by asking my guests what does confidence mean to them, right? And we've had such diverse but really interesting takes on confidence. And I've spoken about this before in previous episodes, a little bit here and there. So I wanted to dedicate, a you know, episode to this topic, given that is the main theme of our podcast. So for me, when you look at confidence and this perspective that I have on um, has evolved over the years, And the more work I've done on mindset, on personal development, and the more research I've done on understanding my feelings and the feelings of women in their weight loss journey, I have come to the conclusion that confidence to me essentially is the acceptance of all the parts. I'll say it again. Confidence is the acceptance of all the parts. For example, if you believe that say curly hair is beautiful, which it is, but if you believe it is and you have curly hair, you feel really confident as you go outside just like, you know, moving your beautiful, flowy, curly hair around. However, if you feel that only straight hair is beautiful and you have curly hair, you're not going to feel confident to go outside without streaking your hair there's a very basic simplistic example but the point here is to say that if you are in acceptance of your curly hair you believe it's beautiful you feel it is if you're in resistance of your curly hair and you go outside with it curly you are gonna feel lack of confidence because you're not accepting of that part of yourself And that is so true as well for women when it comes to their body shape, body size, number on the scale, number on your the tag on your jeans or whatnot. And that is very important because a lot of times what I see in weight loss is women trying to get rid of parts of themselves and then having that, you know, hope that when they get there, when they get rid of parts of them that's when they're going to feel whole, complete, and confident. But it's actually the opposite. It's kind of farther from the truth because you can't be in complete congruency and acceptance of you if you're trying to get rid of parts of you. And that is very true as well. So in my work, and I have a program called the Weight Release Shift. And in that work, a part of it is actually getting to love and appreciate your body fat because that part of ourselves, cells, like your fat is an organ that produces hormones and it takes care of your survival and there's so many important reasons for fat, reason why the body is so skilled at keeping it in place and making it so difficult for you to release it. But if you're not in understanding why the job it's serving you. If you're not in acceptance of it, you're just trying to get rid of a piece of you. And it's so difficult to feel confident if you are in that resistance state. Okay. Now, what I'm trying to say here is that I'm not encouraging you to look in the mirror, lie to yourself, pretend you're in acceptance. Therefore, confidence is magically going to appear because that's not true. But what I do encourage you, and that's a big part of what I do in my program with women, I help you understand what is the job that the excess weight is performing. Because there is a job and your body has so much intelligence. It has all the intelligence that you need for self-healing and to give you the best experience of yourself. But the problem is when we are not clear about what the job is that the excess body fat is providing us because the body is always working towards your best interest. So what I help you understand is what is that job so that you can neutralize the emotions surrounding the weight and then make the choice. Do you prefer keeping the job, therefore keeping the weight, keeping the body fat, Or are you ready to work on those emotions and release it so the body fat is no longer in need of performing that job? And that is a very small nuance, but it is why mindset, what I like to call the mindset of release, the deep work, why it is such an important and big part of true and long-term weight release, especially for women over 40. When our hormones, you know, start to work a little bit against, you know, it's not just the same as when you're in your 20s that you can eat something and bounce right back. Like your hormones are working a little differently and we have to learn what are those differences and work with them. And mindset is a big part of that whole big picture. The other aspect of confidence, so one is acceptance of all parts of yourself through being very clear about the parts that you don't like, what jobs they're actually performing for you, and being grateful and neutral about them being there so you can decide how to proceed. But the other side of it, and I think that is one of the most important that people often forget, is confidence is a feeling, right? Confidence is not a tangible number on a scale. And I think that is often confused by so many people because they feel when I, or they believe that, oh, when I lose 10 pounds, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to feel confident. And for some women, 10 pounds is sufficient. So you can actually look in the mirror and notice a significant difference. For others, if weight spreads a little bit more evenly throughout the body, 10 pounds may not, you know, give you the Physical, the visual results thereafter, right? And for some, that could actually lead to frustrations and lack of motivation. So, what I tell people, and a lot of my work is focused beyond the scale. I'm often not really concerned if you are gonna, you know, wishing to lose 10, 20, 100 pounds. I'd rather know how you want to feel because that's how I can help you get there. And if you know how you want to feel when your body is in a smaller size and I have meditations and techniques and things I do together, it is a much more tangible goal than just having that number on the scale that technically is outside of our control. Okay. So how does it all play into goal setting? Well, I have a very specific process for setting goals that I would love to share with you. So for that, all you have to do is go to the show notes and there are going to be a link in there that you can click to download um, the workbook. So I put together a workbook to make this easy for you so you can actually um, follow along. But essentially, goal setting has three main parts. And the first part is what I like to call clarity. Because if you're not clear about what you are after, it is very difficult to get there. So I can't give you a map of the world, but if you don't know your destination, I think it'd be very difficult to reach it, right? But we often just kind of set goals and get going without doing this first step that is so crucial. So clarity in the sense of what we're talking about is what I like to call your inner priorities. What are those and for the exercise for goal setting, I ask you to do three. So what are your top three things that you absolutely love to do? You're born to do, it's your purpose, you get out of bed excited. It doesn't mean that that's your career or that's what you normally do. A lot of people spend most of their lives outside of their inner priorities which is a much more difficult way to live, much more difficult way to feel fulfillment. So I want you to start tapping and discovering what are the top three main inner priorities for you. And in the workbook, I have a few prompts to just kind of get you thinking. So you start to really identify what are those three things that really make your heart sing? Okay. So once you have that done and you can write it down, the second part or phase two of goal setting is to visualize. And this is often what most people do and they only do this phase that they write their dreams and put in an envelope like I used to do and move on. So what we're gonna be, be doing here is a little bit differently. The first part of visualize that I always like to do is ask you to draw because every year it may be a little bit different draw what your perfect day looks like. And by perfect day, I mean perfect day. Like say you don't like to cook. Part of a perfect day of eating healthy meals could imply that the meals are cooked for you. I'm not talking about write the day as you currently have. Just write it how you would love it to be. What is that completely aligned with your inner priorities? Best day ever, and you write down from the time you wake up to how you go to when you go to bed what would that look like in terms of what you do first, what you do after lunch, and so on. And there's a spot in your workbook so you can write that as well. When you have your perfect day and you have your inner priorities, the next aspect of it is that I want you to start visualizing what you want in five areas of your life. And this is really important because a lot of times we set, say, several goals just for, say, physical appearance and no other goals in other areas. And I would say a big component of self-development, self-improvement, and just having a better experience of ourselves is working a little bit on all the different parts of us so that we don't leave some parts unattended for too long. So the five main areas that I would like you to contemplate and pick one goal for are your family and relationships, your emotional wellness, your physical wellness, your vocation or your career, and your finances. And finances is a huge one. And I know it's a hot topic right now with everything happening because of the pandemic, but health and finances are incredibly related. And I'll do an episode on this, hopefully in the future, talking about this a little bit more, but it is such an important part of wellness that cannot be forgotten. So I really want you to focus on that as well. And as you write those goals, this is your time to dream. We're not really making them necessarily realistic. Just, just write them down as you normally would, okay, in that phase. But then I wanted to ask yourself a series of questions. I wanted to ask yourself for all the five, one per each area of our lives. I wanted to ask yourself, why do you want it? It can't just be some crazy thing that it just think it's cool. Like, Why do you want that goal? I want you to be able to just contemplate it and write it down, visualize whatever you want to do. Then I want you to ask if that goal is in any sense connected to the inner priorities that you determine on phase one. And that is usually when we catch a lot of lack of congruencies. So for example, uh, an example that I like to give is somebody writes on their physical wellness school that they would like to workout every day, but the only time they have because of their work schedule is 5 a.m. But they absolutely are not morning people and they don't like to work out. So if you look at inner priorities and you look at waking up at 5 a.m., there's no congruency between the two. So the chances of that You know, workout is gonna be a sustainable, achievable goal is slim. And we wanna make sure we're writing goals that are challenging but achievable, right? So you ask the first question, why do you want it? And the second question you ask yourself is, is it at all in some way, shape or form related, connected to your inner priorities that you wrote down from phase one? The last question that I want you to ask in this phase, looking at your five goals now, is do any of these goals show any, any evidence of coming true? So for example, if you have this big fitness goal, do you even have workout clothes? Have you ever watched workout videos? Have you ever followed any workout celebrities online? Have you ever done any classes or ever bought a gym membership or whatever that is for you? But have you ever done anything to demonstrate in your life that that goal is feasible. Because if the answer is no, then my recommendation to you is that you really evaluate if that is the right goal for you to start the year with. Because like I said, want to get goals that are congruent with things that you actually value, so you get them done and accomplished, okay? Once you have that done, and again, the workbook link is in bio, sorry, link is in the show notes. Um, the workbook will really guide you. It has all the steps. So this is just like an overview to kind of explain to you what we're going to be doing. But the last step of the goal setting process is phase three. And phase three is when I want you to, it's called feel. And phase three is when I want you to, one, Really feel it in the body, what it will feel like to accomplish that goal. And we're going to make it super doable. Meaning, the first step is to take the goal, you know, let's just say the workout goal that you had. So before it was really big, right? It was like workout every day. And it was like crazy, like a huge goal um, that it would take you basically until you know, 12 months to see whether or not you succeeded unless you dropped it halfway through, which is not the intention here. So what we're going to do for this last phase is that we're first going to break the goal down into three. uh, We're going to ask you the three final questions to break it down. And they are, is this goal simple? And if not, how can you make it super simple? Okay, and very specific. Then I'm going to ask you to ask the question, can you control this goal? Are you in control? And the last question I'm going to ask for this goal, for all five of them, of course, one at a time, is, is the result immediate? We live in an immediate society and making sure you're in control and getting immediate results is super important. So what I would suggest to you, take that whole wake up every day at 5 a.m. goal that's probably not very realistic, for wake work out every day for the year. And then let's just say that you make it specific and you break it down either for the next seven days or you can even say for the next 90 days. I like sometimes to do things quarterly. I feel it's challenging enough, but it's still quick enough that you can kind of like see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, so you can choose seven, 90 days, you know, whatever works for you. And you will say that I'm going to work out for 15 minutes doing X activity, pick something you enjoy. And I'm going to do that three times a week, right? As opposed to every day at 5am, super unrealistic goal. <laughs> And at that point I say, okay, is that specific? Yes. Cause you know exactly how long, you know, exactly what you're going to do, the type of activity, how many days of the week for how long. Okay. Two, is it something you can control? Yes. Because you're in control of whether or not you work out. Okay. And three, is it immediate? Yes. Because when you have days you're counting, every day you cross off and get a calendar and cross off those days. Every day you're crossing it off, you're immediately completing that step of the goal, right? As opposed to when people say, oh, and I work out to lose weight and I want you know, to lose 20 pounds. Like you're not in control. There's no timeline. It's too big, too vague. And we want to get specific, concrete, controllable, and immediate, Okay. And the last part of the process is when you take your goal and now you broke it down into this better system so it's very realistically set, I want you to feel it. You can close your eyes, you can go into meditation, whatever works for you, but I want you to feel what it feels like when the goal is achieved, okay? I want you to feel today what it will feel like in the future when you have it done. And if your goal is confidence, so back to the beginning, right? Like we said, confidence is achieving that neutrality, that acceptance of all parts of yourself. So you can take the parts of yourself that you are not confident about, you can break it down into the goals of all those different areas of family, of relationship, career, physical, emotional wellness, Pick very specific goals and you can reset them every 90 days if you want to cycle like I do every 90 days. Make them clear and know how you want to feel as opposed to just, I want to be more confident next year. Like that is huge. That's too big. Break it down. Make it clear. Don't make it about the scale because you can't control the scale, but make about the choices you make that you know will relate to that number on the scale eventually that will relate to how it makes you feel. But what we're doing is flipping the equation. We're getting the feeling now by making choices that we know will result in, you know, confidence later So that you are in control of how you can feel, but you also have a methodology that's simple to follow that is repeatable and you can use that to achieve what you want in all areas of your life, not just physical health, not just emotional wellness, but also like we said, family, career, relationships and so on. So I hope this is helpful. The link is just below for the workbook and it has written instructions as well if you prefer it that way. Um, I'm just very happy and I hope that you get to download it and do the process to really get this new year started on a great note. So That is it for today. I wish you a wonderful, happy new year. I also invite you to apply for my weight release shift program. So if you want to learn more, you can visit naturallyjoyous.ca slash release read more and see if you feel this new way of looking at weight release is right for you so that we can just hop on a call and chat. And I do that with every participant to make sure that the program is the right fit for your needs and that we are a fit, but also to share with you all that's included in the program and there's so much amazing stuff in there. And I'm just so excited to be able to share that with you. So I hope to get to know you more and to chat with you later. Bye for now.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous, and I will be sure to tag you back.